0: And like us on Facebook. dot com forward slash The Dash Radio. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to The Dash Radio. I am your host Don Wright with Bronson. With me is Mr. Peter Mingles, my co-host. Peter's right here. And Mr. Scott Allen, our fabulous guest. <laughs> How are you doing? Hey, glad Scott? to be here. Good, good. Glad to be here. And this week we're not going to derail Scott from the topic. <laughs> That He chose last week, and we we derailed you about fifty different times from um, the, the the seven most powerful cues to having a strong network and And uh, you know, I want you to really dig deep into those this week because all of us, um, and most of the people, most of our listeners, are all networkers, so building a powerful network is extremely important to them and um, and so i 'm just going to go ahead and, and let you get started.
2: Oh well! <laughs> without any further ado. Let's get right into it. Uh, let's do a quick recap of what the seven keys were so for for those who may not have heard the last show. And, Absolutely. Uh, uh, let's just go through those. So, uh, and 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 a bit of the, and just a little bit of context as to why um, why we feel this is so important. Um, you know, the thing is, 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 is uh, as we talked about last time, a lot of people, we see a lot of people drink the networking Kool Aid or the social media Kool Aid, which is the fact that. You know, social media is a lot of fun. Networking is a lot of fun. There's no rejection. And so, you know, you can go out and you can meet people and everything feels positive and happy and uplifting. That doesn't necessarily mean that whatever you happen to be doing is the best and highest use of your time. And what happens is as soon as you have one success, you think it's a validation of whatever you're doing. And that's not necessarily true. It means that it works. It doesn't mean it's optimized. So this is all about optimizing your relationship, uh, your relationship marketing, which includes your face-to-face networking, your uh, social media, and even more generally word-of-mouth marketing, referrals, everything else, really kind of all still falls under the same umbrella. And, And what we found was we also found that there are, there's lots of different tactics out there, lots of different strategies, lots of different sites, lots of different networking events. How do you go about figuring out which things are best for you and your business? And um no two no two businesses are the same, no two people are the same. So we needed a way to um to help people figure out what was the right choice for them rather than having people follow, you know, the the Scott and David uh <laughs> method for for networking and so this is really about defining your best strategy for networking not about following our best strategy for networking because the best strategy for networking is to first of all figure out what your best strategy is not to just follow someone else's blindly because you happen to see you know happen to read a good blog post by them or read a good book by them or whatever so um, that's what this is really all about so the seven keys are a way of looking at your network um, uh, uh, systematically, um, and using that as a, as a way to figure out where your gaps are, so that you can, uh, so that you can really optimize the time you spend in social media networking. Those seven keys are the first. Uh, I kind of present them in pairs because they kind of go in pairs. Uh, the first two are your are really are, are, are kind of the two sides of your reputation, and they are your character and your competence. Now, when we talk about character and competence, both of these start with, of course, what your real character is and what your real competence is. Obviously, uh, you know, be someone that people know, like, and trust is a familiar way that people have of talking about your character, high ethics, high moral standards. Are you trustworthy? Do you, uh, you know, say what you're going to do and then do it? Do you keep your promises, et cetera? Your confidence is basically, do you know your shit, <laughs> right? And do you know, are, you know, are you truly an expert in your field? And um, the same people are not always, you know, are, are the, uh, a lot of times the people who are strong in one are weaker in the other and vice versa. Uh, and so depending on what it is that you need from them, you may, sometimes you need the real expert, even if they're, you know, even if they're not necessarily the person who you know, like, and trust. But they're the real expert, that's who you need. Um, And sometimes, uh, you know, sometimes what you need is someone who you know, like, and trust. And, you know, that's really a lot more important than that they're truly an expert. The fact that they're loyal, dedicated, uh, et cetera, may be more relevant. So when we're talking about this in terms of your network, uh, it certainly starts with with you with what your character is and what your competence is when we talk about it in terms of your network we're talking about the perception of that uh the perception of that by uh, by the public um this uh, i always remember this this old song uh you know this, this old song we used to sing in church when i was growing up and i mean i know you've heard the expression that uh you know that uh, if you're you know that uh, don't keep your light under a bushel and it was um, and there was this song was let my light shine bright through the light through the day, and then and there's a line that says uh, if your light's under a bushel, it's lost something kind of crucial. <laughs> so if if That's you're not good. if you're not demonstrating it, uh, you know it, it's it, and there's a weird and there's a weird paradox there, right? Because you're supposed to be humble, you know, and you're supposed to be humble, you're supposed to be modest but you still got to make sure that it kind of gets out there. If you're talking about, you know, if, if your character is part of, you know, of your networking, (laughs) if you want to be some people, someone that people know, like, and trust, if you want to be thought of as an expert, you've got to expose that. You can't keep it hidden, you know? So you really do have to to get that stuff out there. Um, So that's character and competence are the first two keys. Um, and, And, you know, all of the things being equal, you want to be perceived as an expert that people can know, like and trust. <laughs> it's even better, you know, if you if you if you rank well in both of those. Uh, I will say, you know, another uh, um, a favorite quote of mine in that regard. You know, if ever you're you're kind of wondering about, well, you know, am I bragging? Am I being immodest? Uh, there's a great quote, um, great quote from Will Rogers that says says it ain't bragging if you done it. So um you know if that's it's
0: right. if it's I said, that's uh, right
2: your accomplishment, <laughs> it's not bragging <laughs> that's right uh, so so uh, so yeah you you don't wanna you know you don't wanna be false uh in it, but uh, you definitely do need to get the word out about that, all right, the next pair the next pair is um the relevance relevance, and strength, oh excuse me, next pair is um, Uh, number of people, you know, and strength of your relationships. And I present these as a pair as well because now they actually uh, tend to kind of be um, uh, a balancing act in terms of growing your network. All other things being equal, knowing more people is better. All other things being equal, having stronger relationships is better. But the fact of the matter is, is they are never all of the things being equal, because building and sustaining close relationships takes time and effort and the more people you you know and the more people you try to build and sustain relationships with the less time that you have to spend with any of them to keep those relationships strong uh, you may have heard uh, you may have heard of the idea of the, the dunbar number and the dunbar number is a, a guy it was brought up in um uh, Malcolm Gladwell's and Malcolm Gladwell's book, The Tipping Point, and the Dunbar number is the idea that in humans, about 150 people is the maximum number of people that you can have a close or strong relationship with. And that 150 people, now he describes it as the number of people who. If you ran into them a bar, you would feel absolutely totally comfortable coming up and introducing yourself and sitting yourself down and, and making yourself comfortable <laughs> no matter who they were with and and you would um but it, when you get to the concrete things, it's that people who just off the top of your head you know their name, you remember what they do, you can probably remember uh, the last conversation with them um those kinds of things now. The cool thing, one of the great things that we do with technology is we expand that number. um, And, you know, some people kind of think of it as, some people think it's kind of cheating, you know, that 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 150 people um, is, you know, that that's 150 people is sort of what's natural and that anything beyond that isn't real. My way of looking at it is that, is that um, what this technology allows me to do? What CRM systems and good contact management and social media and everything allow me to do is to treat more people that I genuinely care about, like I can treat the 150 that my brain can handle. And it's not that I'm a people; it's that I genuinely care about more than 150 people. My brain just can't handle it. So these tools, like simply being able to wish people a happy birthday thanks to Facebook, right, um, You know, or congratulate people who you haven't seen in a while on their job change thanks to the fact that you're connected on LinkedIn, um, that's not faking it. That's actually using technology to treat people well who you genuinely care about. Um, so... You know, I just want to
0: say that that, for somebody like me who is allergic to my mailbox and I always think of people and I love them to death and it's something that has really enabled me to go ahead and tell people that I care about them because there's a nudge, there's a reminder that in my busy life I just wouldn't have seen it. And it would have been something that, again, year after year I would feel guilty about and instead I'm like, ah. I didn't forget, <laughs> and right. it's, just, it's only because of social social media that, that I've been able to be that that kind of friend again, which is an amazing thing.
2: It's a huge gift. Right, right, and and it's and it's absolutely true. You know, there are some people who kind of lament that that social media has, in some ways, um, you know, it, I mean, it, it's a give and take, right? Mm-hmm. In some ways, it makes us lazier with our conversation, and we have shorter conversations and and our interactions, we tend to have more smaller, more small interactions and not the big, long, you know, deep two-and-a-half-hour phone conversations and, and those kinds of things, um, that may be true. On the other hand, I'm really, really glad about the fact that, you know, that I kind of know on a fairly regular basis what's going on in my best friend from high school's life,
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, you know, rather than it be, you know, and that, that I do that every, you know, few weeks because I see that get their Facebook updates rather than being, you know, oh, my gosh, we haven't talked to each other in a year and a half.
0: Well, you so, know, that, and, and with social social media, with us as networkers, and, I mean, I have best friends that I've known for 12 years in network marketing that I have spent maybe a total of four hours in the same room with and i 've been able to go ahead and plug into their lives after twelve years of friendship it, it, through social media in ways that I could never do when we were just um you know distributed staff working at different companies all over all over the globe. We could never really connect with each other the way that we can now it's it's brought me way more gifts than it has interruptions you know
2: uh, well listen going to the to the a and convention and finally right? getting to meet <laughs> so many people face to face who I've known online for years. I mean, there must have been a dozen people who, I mean, we immediately recognized each other and it was, Scott, Troy, great to finally meet you. Scott, Josephine, <laughs> great to finally meet you. You know, and it was just, you know, instant recognition thought it all that was it was it wasn't just a you know, hand. it was it was a warm hug to finally get to meet each other. Yep. Um, you know, 'cause we have you know, 'cause we have built these real relationships in this online context. Mm -hmm. So, so the, so yeah, all of the things being equal, stronger relationships are better. uh, More relationships is better. But the fact of the matter is, is there are trade-offs. Now, as I said, you know, one of the key things about social media and we'll talk about some of this, you know, later in the show is we'll talk about, you know, how, what are some techniques where you can build them both? (laughs) You can build stronger relationships with more people, but generally uh, generally there's, you know, there's a balancing act there. It's very difficult to, to um, you know, it's very difficult because time is such a constrained resource, um, and you, you're going to either put your time into building more relationships or stronger relationships, uh, generally not both. You're going to have to leverage technology to do both. Okay, um, so those are, those are uh, our first four keys. The next pair of keys is relevance and diversity, now a lot of people as soon as I bring up the matter of relevance, a lot of people kind of they they have like an immediate NLP reaction to it. Well, does that mean that some people are irrelevant? Um, not as a person, they may not be relevant to your current objectives. Now relevance and relevance is always in the context of your current objectives. For that matter, your 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 competence is too. <laughs> you know, I mean, obviously you've got a major focus in your business, but, um, uh, you know, that uh, but relevance is definitely in terms of the context of your current uh, short-term objectives. What are you trying to accomplish in your business in the next 90 days? Um, the closest person to you in your life, you know, your your mother may be not very relevant helping you grow your business in the next 90 days. Right. It's not a it's not a judgment call on them personally, but in terms of, you know, in terms of if your focus right now is, you know, closing three deals in the next 90 days, mom is not necessarily, you know, that's not necessarily the time to go spend a week at mom's uh, on a vacation because, <laughs> um, you know, it's just she's not relevant to helping you achieve those goals. Um, <laughs> okay. Hey Scott, we are we yeah. are just
0: a little bit over, so we're gonna give we're gonna take our break and then we'll come back to talking about mom.
1: All right. All right. Do you run a home based business? Are you looking under every rock for your next superstar Diamond in the Rough? Are you looking for leads in all the wrong places? Look no more.
0: If you're a seasoned entrepreneur, you know you need the right tools in place to run your online business effectively.
1: If you're brand new at your business and you are looking for top-notch training that will take you and your sales team to the next level,
0: for email marketing, autoresponders, lead management systems, and more, Network Leads is what you need to prospect, communicate, manage, and support your customers and sales organizations.
1: Just go to www.networkleads.com forward slash the dash radio and register for your free lead management system today. You've been listening to The Dash Radio Show with hosts Don Wright DeBronce and Peter Mingles.
0: Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at show.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on Facebook.com forward slash The Dash Radio. And now... Back to the show. And we are back to Dash Radio with our fantabulous guest, Mr. Scott Allen. And if you'd like to go ahead and reach out to Scott, you can check him out at LinkedIn.com forward slash Scott Allen, at Facebook.com forward slash Scott Allen. Where else, Scott? ScottAllen.com?
2: Uh, no. And, no? no I oh, that's the, right. Uh, you don't have
0: ScottAllen.com. I'm sorry. No,
2: but, uh, but I have uh, social media as my middle name. <laughs> dot com
3: <laughs> and
2: got social media Allen. there you <laughs> go <laughs> I like and you can get my book for free at the virtual handshake dot com
0: and I would highly recommend that I mean I know that it's not a 2012 copy of you know with everything that's brand spanking new but it's got some really strong relevant stuff for people who are you know just setting out into social media or who simply want a good read and and uh, and want your your where where it all came from And good source material. I remember that
2: one. I love that book.
0: (laughs) All right. So back to mom.
2: She's not so relevant. She's not so relevant for closing three business deals in the next 90 days. Not really. Uh, Get your three business deals closed, and then, then your next thing is to rest and recuperate and replenish as you get ready to go into delivering those, and that's a good time to go spend a week with mom, right? <laughs> I mean, they, they, it's, it's again, it's all a matter of, you know, it's a matter of timing and current purpose. And so, obviously, a key thing here is being very clear about what your, you know, what your current goals and objectives are. Um, that's a whole other ball of wax, but we're going to assume that you know what your current goals and objectives are. Uh, okay, so, so that's relevance and diversity. Relevance. Um, having people who are relevant to getting your current to getting your current um, goals met um, i mean that, that that's essential the, the, now diversity diversity is kind of your insurance Diver- having a diverse network is uh, your insurance against the unexpected. Um, having a diverse network is what will help you when you decide to take a trip when you decide to change careers when you decide to uh, move to another city, when you decide to get married, divorced, uh, all of those things, that's when that diverse network comes into play um, to be able to sort of, you know, activate those relationships that uh, hopefully you've been keeping up well enough to activate them when uh, when that time comes. Um, but, yeah, so those, again, kind of a trade-off. Um, you know, you can either be focused on meeting people who can help you with your immediate needs or you can be focused on building diversity, you know you can go to um you know to a, a networking group that you know that there are a lot of potential prospects or referral sources at it or you can go you know volunteer at, at uh you know at, at something you know you can host an exchange student or you know uh you know or any be involved with some kind of uh, international friends group or something like that um, and again, it's, you know, it builds a whole different set, uh, a whole different set of relationships. Um, you never want to, you know, you're always kind of, you're always kind of working a balancing act between these. But you need to know what you need to be focused on right now. And then the last, the last key, the seventh key, the seventh key is information. Now, information, information makes relationships actionable and you know i'm going to give you the example last time that you know if i if i went to the AM, A&MP convention and i had this great weekend i had deep conversations and long conversations and and hugs and handshakes and and lots of promises to follow up and yeah let's stay in touch and let's figure out what we can do together and uh i didn't exchange contact information i didn't exchange business cards or virtual business cards or contacts or cell phone numbers or anything else, then I get home, and on Monday, all that work that I put into all those relationships is inactionable. So literally the value of of all that new networking and relationship-building activity goes to effectively zero until I have the information to make it actionable. So... Um, And, of course, having that information is also – information also helps us build and sustain strong relationships, Um, knowing when people's birthdays are, knowing that they have changed jobs and that you can congratulate them. Um, All of those kinds of things, all of that information, if is available to you to – it doesn't make the relationship. It doesn't build the relationship itself but it's there and available for you to use as a tool to build that relationship. So the more of that information that you have at your disposal, um, the more opportunities you have to build, to build that relationship. Now, there's a, so, so those, are, those are the seven keys. Um, and, and, you know, we'll get into some, some things about, the, you know, kind of some interesting things we can do with them. Um, but the first and foremost thing is um, how do we figure out what you need to be working on? And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to have people, anyone, if you're listening along, grab a piece of paper or a notepad or something like that. And what we're going to do is we're going to do the seven keys gap analysis. Okay. So it's real simple. What you're going to do is you're going to write down, you're going to write down the seven keys, character, competence, number, strength, relevance, diversity, and information. Now, and then we're going to do a very simple self-assessment.
0: Now, now hold on, again. hold on, Scott. Scott, you you know how to you say bet. all that really fast, but let's give everybody out there a second to actually write them down so they can actually do this with you. So let's go slower. Let's go character. Character. Uh huh. Competence, and I'm going to write it so we know how long it takes for someone to write
2: it. (laughs) Competence. I was, you know, writing with my 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 virtual finger. It was really fast. (laughs) Okay.
0: Character. Competence. Number. Number.
2: Strength. Strength. Relevance. Relevance diversity diversity and information. and information and information is information is actually kind of a two-way street information is the amount of information that you have about them as well as the information that they have about you is all of your contact you know th- just some simple things you know it's all of your relevant contact information in your email signature got it i mean you know that, there's there's you know there's there's little tips as you start realizing these things there's little tips i mean there's there's uh there's a zillion tips that I can give on every one of these things as far as how you build it how do you build how do you improve information that people have about you one of the first things is put your phone number in your email signature can't tell you how many times it drives me crazy I'm sitting there going to try to call somebody and I'm got you know and i'm cor- someone who i'm cor- just corresponding with all the time and you know, I got to go try to dig them up in a some contact database as opposed to just looking at the last email that I had from them. It's super hitting, frustrating,
0: and there are people who have actually become guests on this show that still haven't sent a phone number. Some some people are really, really. Um, they're crazy about their telephone number, but when they're late for my show and I can't call them, it's a real problem. So <laughs> I've made it a rule. If I don't have a phone number, you can't be on my show. <laughs> yeah, it's a real drag when it's not in an email for sure.
2: Yeah. Okay, so um, so you've made this little list. And what you're going to do is you're going to make sort of uh you can put a little column heading beside it, and you're going to say current, and desired and what you're going to do right now you're going to do a a quick self-assessment now there's no this is purely subjective you know but uh basically uh let's kind of you know kind of walk through these your character what do you you know what is the perception of your character by your network um, you know, do you feel that you have a you know a good strong reputation for with uh or are you feeling like, you know, are there a, you know, do you have a couple of uh skeletons that uh, aren't completely in your closet that you know are are um you know are, are a potential dent on that? Um do you have uh you know, are you you know are you out there you know, are, are you in the habit of regularly helping people do things and accomplish things? Um, do you have a reputation for being helpful? Do people know you in that way? Um, so scale of one to ten, uh, what is the per, what do you feel is the perception of your character by your network? And, you know, let's not, you know, don't overthink this. This isn't a... Since on this has been five minutes on each on each item, but um but anyway, that gives you an idea. so okay, let's go on to the next one. same thing with competence. Are you perceived as an expert by the people in your network um do you know do people even <laughs> do the people you know even really know and understand what you do can Can you articulate it in a way that they can articulate it to other people? right? That's actually kind of part of your, you know, part of your competence, at least in the context of your network, um, is, you know, do, I mean, does your family, <laughs> does your family know and understand what you do? Can they, could they actually tell somebody, uh, do they even know what a, a a good lead for you might be or a good re- referral, just a good introduction? Do they even know enough about it to, to say that? Um, do you have credentials? Do you have third-party credentials? How, do you have, you know, are there are there awards? Do you have books? Do you have publications? Um, all of those things that enhance uh, the impression of you, your competence, your expertise. Okay? So, again, scale of 1 to 10, what do you feel like you are in that area? Okay, number of people you know. Um, and so you got to think. I mean, think realistically. And everybody says, "Yeah, you know." I mean, you know, you may think uh, I just I just don't know enough people. I just need to know more people. I need to know more people. Oh, well, really? Think about it. What is the product or service that you're offering? If you are selling enterprise software into the Fortune 500, and you figure, oh, a hundred of those are probably never going to get into. Uh, Another hundred of them are already your clients, so you got 300 of them, and there's probably, um, you know, maybe five to ten people who could actually uh, introduce you to, you know, would understand and know enough about it to to be an influencer or decision maker in those. You know, there's a – you don't need to know as many people. You know, having 10,000 contacts on LinkedIn um, isn't going to help you. Oh, and I tell you one of my favorite networking stories. My absolute one of my absolute favorite networking stories. This is a, a great demonstration of 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 how many people you really need to know. Uh, Gene Simmons, right? Gene Simmons, Kiss, right? Um, was on the uh, was on Celebrity Apprentice, and G, Gene was on Celebrity Apprentice, and um, had was they were doing a fundraising they were doing a fundraising thing and um uh, and in that fundraising thing they had um they had to they were they were selling hot dogs on the street. Now the guy they split into the guys and the girls and you know everyone's out there kind of hawking the hot dogs, hawking the hot dogs, saying that they're raising money for charity. And Gene Simmons is sitting there and they've raised oh, you know hundred and fifty bucks, two hundred bucks, something like that. And Gene Simmons finally goes, "This is bullshit. I'm taking care of this and he makes a phone call, and he makes one phone call, and he calls this guy and he says, he says, "Hey, buddy, I need you to come down here. I need you to buy a hot dog, and I need you to pay a lot for it <laughs> and, this is, and it's like ten minutes later, so there's a guy who's like you know two blocks away, you know this guy's two blocks away comes down, and uh, you know, and says, Yeah, Gina I'd like to buy a hot dog. He says, Yeah, oh, fantastic. How much you pay for that hot dog? He says, five thousand dollars.
0: Wow. Okay, hey Scott, right? we, we are way over our break. I'm getting I'm getting like waved at from the booth. So <laughs> let's get right back to this in just a minute.
1: Savage Smokes is a new site on the scene dedicated to the trending electronic cigarette industry. If you are looking into e-cigs as an alternative to tobacco and have been disappointed by the ones you picked up at the gas station or you kept your money in your pocket because you didn't know which one to buy, head to SavageSmokes.com for honest and up-to-date electronic cigarette reviews on most e-cigs you see on the shelves. You've been listening to The Dash Radio Show with hosts Don Wright DeBronce and Peter Mingles.
0: Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on facebook.com forward slash the dash radio. And now, back to the show. Sorry about that, Scott. And this is the Dash Radio, and we just—I experienced a little technical difficulty on my side, <laughs> nobody knew about it, so it's okay. <laughs> so I apologize for interrupting. Please continue.
2: Well, so I—I just—I've I, actually—I've got, uh, you know, I've got the, that video. I've got a blog post about it on my site, LinkedIn Intelligence, which is uh, my blog I've been running about LinkedIn for about six years. Perfect. Um And, and I just—I love that story because. You know, then they go and they talk to Donald Trump, and the women were like, he cheated. And Donald Trump says, I didn't put any constraints on you. I didn't say there was anything, you, you know, that there was anything you couldn't do other than use your own money, and you had to raise it from other people. That was the only constraint that, you know, put on it. And he said, you're celebrities. You have huge networks. And he said, you know, that's your greatest asset you know, in the world, you know. I mean, that's he, he took advantage of his greatest asset. That's exactly what he should have done. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so point is, is you know, how many how many people do you know who can, you know, how you can make call one person, and you know, make get a sell a five thousand dollar hot dog for charity. Um, so you know, there's a you know, I used to say that he said you know it's not you know they it's not not how many people you know. I mean if you, it, it is who you know if you know the one right person who can get anything done and they're close enough to you and and supportive enough to you that you're not going to wear out your welcome you really only need to know one person <laughs> if they know all the right people and can get things done so anyway point being um you know don't don't just automatically think oh i need 100,000 contacts or i need 10,000 contacts or whatever it may be what do you really need in the context of your business? what is your real what is your real potential market size and in terms of your network, how close are you to having access um to that potential market uh yeah you know, for that matter i mean for that matter, if you sit there and even even think of you know one of the things that uh, you know one of the things would people sit there and say uh, you know talk about about uh, the potential market for their business and oh you know, I need, to, I need to be networking. I need to meet anybody and everybody because, uh, you know, you never know where your next lead is going to come from, where your next customer is going to come from. Well, here's the thing. If you think about the potential size of your market, if you sit there and think about everybody who could potentially use your services or who could potentially sign up as a distributor under you, if you even tapped into a fraction of that, would you even be able to service it? In most cases, the answer is no. In most cases, the answer is no. I mean, most people are, are – most businesses are probably never going to – I mean, it's remarkable, except in major consumer goods, it's remarkable for for a business to get more than a 20% market share. I mean, it's incredible for a business to get more than or 20% market share, and that's, and that's huge. Most businesses, most small businesses, day in, day out – Thrive, survive you know, not just survive, but thrive on a you know ten percent, five percent, two percent, one percent market share because there's just so much business out there and they've just found their niche that uh you know that makes them their money. So you know don't again think that you have that you have to have this huge number of people and thinking about the number of people you need to have in your network. All right, strength of your relationships. The the key here with the strength of your relationships is an idea we call the action threshold, which is simply this. How well does someone have to know you in order to take action on your behalf? Now, so a simple example. If you know, if I'm if I'm standing in a line at seven eleven and I'm a couple of pennies short, person behind me just has to see me in need and know that they can do something about it. They don't have to know me very well to go, I got it, and throw in a couple of pennies. Now, asking for a dollar, eh, okay. And friends will do that. You know, picking up the bill 'cause you forgot your uh picking up your bill because you forgot your uh wallet and they trust you to pay them back later, they gotta know you a little better. Okay, actually buying your dinner and saying, No, I got that. You got to know even better. Investing in your business, signing up, uh, you know, signing up into your uh, business opportunity with the, where there's a sign-up fee and they're expected to invest their time, so on and so forth. Right? The further, the the higher the action level, the higher the risk. Typically, the better they have to know you. Now, there's not absolutes on that, but generally speaking, they've got to know you better to take to take more risk, to put more time in, et cetera. Now. Here's where it gets really interesting is that there's one level at which people reactively. How well do you have to know someone for them to be willing to forward your introduction on LinkedIn? If you make an introduction request, I want to meet person XYZ, how well does that person have to know you and able to, in order to be willing to forward it on? It depends on the person. Depends on the introduction, who it is, but um you know, but they, they're gonna typically gonna need to know you reasonably well. Now, here's the question. How well do you, they have to know you for them to meet someone and think in their head that's someone that Dawn needs to meet? It's a whole nother level, right? It's a whole nother level Absolutely. as far as how well you have to know them how well they have to know you for them to take action on your behalf proactively instead of reactively. And this is what I'm going to tell you this is the most powerful concept I'm going to tell you tonight and it's one of the things that people that people underestimate when they try to go when they try to spread themselves too thin and try to get too many relationships and they never get into those relationships above the action threshold. Um, the thing is is that magic happens magic happens. It's called the network effect. The network effect happens when you have strong enough relationships with people that they take action on their behalf proactively. Because, see, everything, if it's reactive, there's a, there's a little bit of leverage, but still all the action is driven by your initiative. I'm searching on LinkedIn. That person looks interesting. I need an introduction. I'm going to make a request. And then someone replies to that request. You're still driving everything you're still initiating everything. It's all coming from your own efforts with a little bit of help. So it doesn't scale. When it scales is when people are doing it on your behalf, when, you know, when uh, everyone in the network marketing industry knows that Scott Allen is the guy to go to for online reputation management. And so they hear about an opportunity and they go, go call Scott. In <laughs> fact, here's his number. Right, that's when that's when the magic happens. Is when you're getting those people taking that proactive action on your on your behalf. So I'm I certainly recognize that there you know there are situations in which the strategy is to go wide and shallow, but uh, especially if you're talking about selling big ticket services, um, really you know working on some stronger relationships where people will take action on your behalf and you can get that network effect going. I mean, I haven't gone and actively pursued clients in years. I've had a steady flow of business just kind of fall into my lap for the most part. Um, so, uh, you know, and and that's great. I mean, it's uh, it's great not to have to and actually even, even go do much in the way of traditional marketing. Uh, I mean, I even had services that I do that I don't even have on my website that I offer those services, but people know, and enough people know that keep businesses get coming my way in that regard. So uh, in that so in that regard, the, the strength of your relationships. Do you have people taking action on your behalf? Are people initiating referrals and introductions, or are they only responding to them when you ask? So, scale of one to ten. Um, relevance and diversity. So relevance. Uh, relevance. The people you know in your network right now. How relevant are they? Are they to you accomplishing your current needs? Do you know the people that you need to know to get what you need to get done right now done, scale of one to ten? Simple concept. Diversity is sort of the flip of that. Do you Are, are your contacts culturally diverse, ethnically diverse, geographically diverse, not just across the country, you know, worldwide? Um, you know, my friend Thomas Power uh, wrote a book called A Friend in Every City. Uh, you know, could you actually – could you be going to nearly any city in the world and make a phone call or send an email and know that you were going to be able to get meet at least one person face to face who was going to interview who would introduce you around to their friends and show you the city and and uh, make sure you had a good time while you were there? That's a pretty cool thing <laughs> to be able to say <laughs> uh, um, you know do you have uh, uh you know different people of different professions politics? Oh, there's nothing worse than sitting there and only you know talking in the fishbowl of other people who, uh, you know, who have your same political beliefs. You need to be you need to challenge yourself, and and you need to be able to challenge yourself and and challenge your beliefs with someone who you know who you respect, even if you don't agree with them. Um, so you need that. You need that diversity. So scale of one to ten, how diverse is it? And then finally, the last one, information. Do you have do you have a contact database? Do you have email and phone numbers for everyone? Are you do you regularly uh, sync your contact between, you know, between your contact database and say LinkedIn? Uh, fantastic tool! I got to recommend right now. I'll recommend a tool to everybody. It's called ConnectedHQ.com. You will thank me for it later. ConnectedHQ.com. Little startup got. Kind of quietly acquired by LinkedIn. Um, it's got all kinds of really cool stuff in it, some some pretty nifty features. But one of the key features is it helps you cross connect between Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. So if you so you can make sure automatically, but you can go through and see. You know which of my Facebook friends are on LinkedIn, which of my LinkedIn friends are on Facebook? am I connected? am I not? Let me send an invitation, et cetera. so you can sync them up and make sure you're connected cross platform with people. that alone makes it just incredibly super useful, but then there's some other cool stuff in it too. Um, it also keeps track of your conversations across uh, across those things. so you can pull up somebody and you can see all the conversations you've had with them, all the activities you've had with them across. Um, those different platforms, which is pretty that's, cool.
0: That's pretty wild. That's a pretty yeah. neat tool. So that's ConnectedHQ, did you say?
2: ConnectedHQ.com.
0: Connected. Okay. Yes. ConnectedHQ.com. All right. So we're going to go ahead and get a word from our sponsors, and we will be right back with Scott Allen at the Dash. Great.
1: Are you in a run about your taxes? No more with this simple template. Your business deserves the best, and so do you. Try our simple bookkeeping formula. You'll look organized, find your receipts, and you might even get a write-off. One thing is for sure, you'll thank us. Visit bit.ly forward slash the Dash Taxes. That's bit.ly forward slash D-A-S-H Taxes. You've been listening to The Dash Radio Show with hosts Don Wright DeBronce and Peter Mingles.
0: Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on facebook.com forward slash the dash radio. And now, back to the show. And welcome back to the last segment of tonight's Dash Radio Show with Mr. Scott Allen, the the king of basically social media and online reputation management, and uh, a good friend of mine for a whole lot of years. So pay attention if you have your notebooks out, and if you don't, you're going to be able to come back listen to the archived recording of this, because this is some, some stuff that's made of gold right here. So let's finish up, Scott.
2: <laughs> All right. I'm so finishing this up. All right last, the last key um last key is uh is information so um you know do peop do you have do you have a contact database um you know are your records up to date uh you know have you synced it you know have you synced your contact database with linkedin make sure that you're you know that you're connecting those uh cross connect with people between platforms um you know do you have a good you know, a good calendar system, do you have a way of keeping track of, you know, who have you not contacted in a while? Um, all of these things. So, you know, how how good is the information that you have about people? Uh, how good is the information that you, you know, either business cards or some other way that when you meet people face-to-face, you can get your contact info to them. Um, do you have a virtual business card? Do you have a mobile business card? Uh, all of these things. So, again, scale of 1 to 10. All right. So now you've got yourself, you've got your little assessment of your seven keys. Now, what you're going to do is you're going to now sort of figure out where you want to get to. But here's the thing, because everybody wants to go 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. I want to be 10 in all of these things. Well, guess what? (laughs) It's going to take a while to get there. (laughs) It can be done, but here's what you're going to do. You are going to take... You, I'm going to give you six points. you got six points, and you can got to figure out the areas where you're weakest in the context of what you need to do for your business, and you're going to allocate those six points across those areas. So if you're sitting there going, hey, I'm really strong on all of these things except number of people, you know, I've given myself sevens and eights and everything else and the two in number of people. Well, you can put all six points in number of people, or you can put three in number and two in, in character and two in competence and one in uh, strength. So figure out where your biggest gaps, where are you weakest in the context of what you're trying to accomplish and allocate the six points. Now, I'll also tell you that if you can allocate those six points, you can spread them around and just kind of do a general push in all of them, but you're probably – it's going to be a lot easier to figure out your strategy if you limit it to three areas. If you take three of these keys and figure out which three of these you need to work on most and then really the, the allocation of the points within those is a matter of what's your priority. So, really, you could almost make it, you know, let's say three points in one, two points in another, and one point in another. So, and what that's going to then do is that's going to drive your strategy. Cool? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's brilliant, actually. And and, and, and this way, so this way, um, you know, and, I mean, there's a whole, I mean, I I haven't even – I would love to figure out a way to, you know, put together a, 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 some kind of matrix tool for this. This is what I've done. You know, when I've done coaching with people on on this, and this is what I coach people on, is taking, okay, now you've done this gap assessment. Now let's go figure out your specific strategies. Um, you know, it's not that hard to do. <laughs> some people just want to kind of get right to the end. But, right. but what I can do is you know what I can do in you know in in another show or in you know in uh um uh, when we have some time is I can go through and we can start talking you know we can do some some techniques um you know we're talking about uh doing this you know doing this uh this uh, other hour and we can probably actually we can probably actually do a show on each one of these keys Absolutely. how do you build stronger relations how do you build stronger relationships online uh how do you improve? You know, how do you improve your, your, uh, your credibility Irrelevant. of your credibility? Well, yeah, I wanted right. to
0: ask you ten questions on each of these, but I knew yeah. that we wouldn't get through the show. <laughs> like, right. So so that's absolutely a brilliant idea. And I was going to ask you, if you'll come back next Monday, um, because we'll go ahead and start the, the, the weekly Monday for, for the second hour within a week or two. But if you'll just stick with us on Mondays for right now, and we'll just go ahead and keep going with this. And then uh, when we're ready to expand to that second hour, within a week or two, we can go ahead and do that, and we'll keep everybody in on it. How's that?
2: You got it. All right, so we're just going to
0: plan to be here, same time, same bat channel, (laughs) for next Monday, and uh, and we'll keep going with this. It's such, such relevant information, and, and most people don't realize that you know what's out there is out there you know and and it doesn't matter if it happened 10 years ago and if it was absolute bullshit i mean it could be a lie it could be somebody was really angry with someone else and they they went and they went onto a hate board that pays no attention to whether the whether the information is real or not and they just spammed or they lied or they they said whatever they wanted to say um it could be true it could not be true the point is is it's there forever and and people yeah. need to pay attention to their online reputation now more than ever because it's 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 seriously important to them. Um it's important to their jobs, it's important to, you know, their their future, it's important to their relationships. I mean, I know that the people that that I know in my world, you know, who meet people online, they go and check out everything that's ever been written about them before they even consider a date. So I mean, <laughs> it's it's a really really yeah. serious thing now.
2: Yeah. Well, have you seen this show Catfish, or did you see the movie no, Catfish? No, I haven't. I haven't
0: oh, seen it. Oh,
2: crazy! Uh, it's, bit, you know, it's it's more on the personal side, not the business side, but it's people who have been, you know, who have been having relationships with people, typically on Facebook, and they've been having relationships for months or even years, and they just, you know, start finding out that, you know, I mean, the person refuses to, you know, to go, go on video with them, or you know, they've they've basically that they. Become suspicious that the person is not everything that they say was they that, are. It was and it
0: was an HBO movie or something?
2: Yeah. And then well, they, they go up to so their, got, their the lady's house? A, the guy made a video, yeah. yeah yes, he did a video. this. Oh, and, my God, it was And crazy. he actually got, he got so much response to the movie from people writing to him going, I think the person <laughs> I got. Uh, MTV hired him to uh, do a series about it. And, I mean, he's doing, you know, two of these a week. Mm. That's really crazy, you know, and and it's
0: sad that people don't believe in enough about who they are, and they don't see themselves as as somebody that they even want to be, to the point where they go ahead and they pretend to be somebody else. And I mean, it's it's really it's really sad to me that that the world has turned to that. But you know, people need to be really careful and um, and yeah. make sure that the stuff that's out there about them is the truth.
2: Well, that's what World of Warcraft is for. <laughs> if you, really, if you really want to have, you know, if you really want to have a fake identity, go do Second Life, right? <laughs> that's where true. where everybody's, you know, everybody's their alter else. ego. Everybody's yeah. being somebody else. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I
0: didn't realize that they did a show. Peter, did you see any of that yet?
3: No, but you know, the common sense would tell me that you have to really watch out who you're talking to. You know, down in um, Flagler which is the county that I'm in, they had that show by one of the guys that doing the sexual predator thing, and they found, like, you know, 14 or 15 or whatever, 27 guys show up for a 14-year-old that they didn't realize was a 14-year-old or was a cop or something like that. So it's just the world of the Internet. It's the dark side, if you will, that some people have to kind of watch out for. So it's got relative to reputation stuff and and things along like that. I was so quiet during this call because Dawn – indirectly told me to be quiet during this whole conversation. How did I
0: do? She did. No.
3: I translated it. I looked at everything she says, says. You know, we were so off track. That usually translates to Peter, don't ask God any questions.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: okay. All right. Well, and, and see, he got on, through it, didn't on. he? <laughs> I hardly
3: ever listen to her except when she makes sense.
0: So, <laughs>
3: so you you gave us more information in this segment. We went to a An event recently where they had a, a social panel, and they were given an hour. And I learned more in maybe five minutes working with you on this call than I did from a whole entire group of experts that probably a lot of people are overpaid than we just heard. So for those people listening in, I mean, there's some really great stuff here. And I can't wait to your future segments. And I promise you, I will be doing a lot of writing as, as I'm listening to everything that you say. Because what you say makes sense and also what you say can make help people um, make money. And also we learn what to do and what not to do in the process of all of that stuff. Stuff. So the internet's a wonderful place. It's like a tool. If you do it the right way, it could be great. Scott, you you know, my hat's off to you. I told you, when we met you at a recent event, if that was the only thing that I did, the <laughs> event was a wild success for me.
2: No, that's so, nice to say. so I'll
3: be quiet when you so start nice speaking, because I learn more when you when your lips are moving. I learn a lot more. <laughs>
0: Absolutely, and I really do appreciate you taking the time. And, and just for everybody who is listening, Scott has agreed to do an hour a week, and so we're going to have him on his own in his own hour, but we're going to continue on Mondays for a couple of more weeks while we go ahead and we set all that stuff up. As we're going to go ahead and expand the Dash Radio, we are giving people their own shows. So Mr. Bob Adams will have his own personal development and tax hour, and we Scott Allen will have his own um his own online reputation and social media hour and uh we, we're inviting more and more of our specialists and guests to take on their own hours so that we can really give you guys uh hopefully and in, in, in with with clear intention eighteen hours a day of entrepreneurial radio. That is our goal, that is our intent and um and so for those of you who have, have shown the love we do appreciate you and uh this tiny little idea of hey, why don't we do a radio show so we have a microphone and uh and we get rid of all that kryptonite out there <laughs> it turns into an entrepreneurial radio station. So whatever the little mustard seed of a dream that you might have in your mind might be, it's not too small to get started on and you never know where it's gonna go. So with that, um what else do we need to say? We've got four more minutes. What do we have to say to these fine people?
2: Wow! Get clear about your purpose. Get focused. Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, I'll 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 give a a plug. I'm sure a lot of people have already heard it, heard of it, but um, you know, if you've never been exposed, if you haven't been exposed yet to David Allen's uh, Getting Things Done system, also known as GTD, um, you know, it's uh, it's sort of the um, uh, I'd say it's the kind of the equivalent of the Seven ha- Seven Habits for the 21st Century. Uh, and, you know, Tim Ferriss based a lot of his stuff in the Four Hour Work Week off of those practices. A lot of other people been influenced, and and I will give a disclaimer that yes, he is my uncle, but yeah, he's still famous and awesome and all kinds of other <laughs> stuff. So, um, and there's a lot of there's a lot of free info available out it online, and you know you can get the paper use paperback pretty cheap. So, um, but that's that's really great for, for getting, getting, you know, getting your systems, your organized and getting organized, getting your priorities straight, making good use, good and effective use of your time. Uh, we actually based uh, our, uh, you know, section of the book, our, our email organization methodology based pretty well on, on GTD. So um, that's another good thing to do in parallel that will help your general productivity and personal development.
0: Well, we'll have to get him on the show and, and get his stuff available for sale at the in the Dash store for sure. Yep. All right. All right. Well, I think that we have run out of our time and space, and Axel has our extra. So thank you very much, Scott. Thank you, Peter. And thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll see you here tomorrow.
1: Thanks for listening to the show. At the Dash, we know that your time is precious, and your choosing to spend it with us means a lot.
0: To get reminders for our live shows that happen every Monday through Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, click follow on the top of any show.
1: Also, subscribe to our blog for articles, inspirations, and great products and services for your ever-growing business at thedashradio.com.
0: For upcoming mobile experience, text DASH to 37404. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash thedashradio.
1: Again, thanks for spending some of your DASH with us.
3: We look forward to talking with you again soon.